Hey everybody, welcome back to the yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ruds Ready Podcast. The ones ready podcast, not the twos ready, the ones ready podcast. Um you just got Aaron and I today, but that's okay because we're a little bit on one today, if you will, because I would we say just it. Yeah, <laughs> we just got done kind of pregame and just kind of chit chat, and then we realized that we're not even hitting record yet, and we're missing all this gold. So, um, we're kind of hitting you with a couple different random topics today. But one of them, and I'm going to save it that way, you can stew on a little bit. But we'll we'll talk about how to handle rumor or uh, rumor intel, if you will. So, um, because there's a lot of it out there. I mean, that's what it is these days with social media, uh, lack of updated websites, things you hear on the news, whatever it may be, whether it's meme sites, whatever. But there's a lot of rumors out there. And, you know, how do you handle that? How do you decipher and sift through what's real, what's fake, um, which then impacts other topics that we're going to talk about? But like, how do you deal with some of the rumors? Well, I do a bad job because I, I usually want to engage on that right away. I almost uh, I almost start with a, my, my healthy dose of skepticism. I almost always immediately discount what's happening. However, there's been times where we look at it, you look at a situation, you're like, okay, this is a rumor. Some of them are obvious. You know, we've been hearing about, I, I just go back to 10 years ago and there was all this talk about the same color beret and we were going to do all these other things. And, you know, it would, it riles everybody up and then it makes everybody feel some type of way. And then it snowballs into this whole thing. And if you just wait six weeks, it's usually not true. And you can usually just be like, well, I wasted all of that time. Sometimes it does lead to an outgrowth that is truth. When we were having that talk 10 years ago about changing the beret or, you know, even all PJs going to AFSOC. So that was a, that was a big push and a big move. And that fell apart uh, at the end. And it started off as rumor, And then there, it actually did turn into something that resembled the rumor. Uh, but then it all just fell apart anyway. I've taken a, a page out of your book, Peach. When I hear anything, I go like this. Just wait. Uh, Dan Boncino has, a, has the 72-hour rule. Anytime I see any piece of information, I just wait. I, I wait till I see everybody, every bit of thrash. Everybody, you know, a lie flies around the world twice before the truth has left the station is sort of the, the old adage there. But I just wait 72 hours. At this point, I've been fooled way too many times uh, by roommate. To, to dive in with both feet, especially with my personal opinion on something. Now I just, I try to be a, a little bit more seaweed and kind of just sit and wait. Let's see how it turns out and, and we'll go from there because the internet is forever. Take it from me. There's bad <laughs> takes that are out there and uh, those bad takes live on forever. Those do not disappear. So I would rather look back at it and go, hey, you know, may- maybe I didn't jump in right away. Like you don't need to be first. I'd rather be correct. So that's that's probably where I but I learned that from you, uh, mainly from you scolding me from talking about things. <laughs> <laughs> scolding, huh? I don't know. I say men- mentoring. I think <laughs> it didn't feel like mentoring. Yeah. <laughs> no, I um, Denzel Washington had a a great little snippet about that about being um, being first or being accurate. Or being truth and something like that, and it's uh, it's it's a really good one. But yeah, I, man, it's it's like okay. So yesterday, the the TSP thing came out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That wasn't it. That wasn't a rumor. That was legitimate thing. That was facts. You know, I put out a reel like, hey, just just check your stuff. 
That's all. That's all I wanted you to do. Just mm-hmm. check your stuff. I got hit up by quite a few people. They checked it. Some of them were were good to go. Some of them were bad, right? And and changed. Then the Air Force put out a a message about, hey, we're resolving it. Please don't go in there and fix it. As soon as we got that message, I deleted it because I don't want to add to the 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 site crashing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, all it was is to build awareness. Now, should I have waited? Maybe. Maybe I could have waited. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I, like, I don't know. But, um, but if you're just trying to provide awareness and it's factual, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, well, we saw the same thing with the SDAP. When the mm-hmm. SDAP stuff came out, you know, like I wanted to get on and say, hey, this is a thing and here's exactly what it is. People were like, oh, they're taking everybody's special pays. Well, no, it was so, it was a really specific special pay and it was a degradation in, in one like way that you got your special pays. So number one, I still stand by that. It's still true, but it caused a lot of uh, consternation. Like we had the conversation on DM. Somebody's like, oh, you shouldn't be putting that stuff out. Well, it's, it's a double edged sword. So you don't put something out. Like, let's say, you know, for the cleanest possible thought experiment here, we're privy to some information that other people aren't. We verify it. We look at it and we can go, okay, nope, this is actually a thing that they're trying to do. And we sit on that information. I guarantee we would have got some DMs. Oh, where were you guys on this one? You guys, you guys don't want to, I thought you were transparent. I thought you guys were out here to, to help us out. Okay. Like, what do you want us to do? You know? Um, so it's a, it's a tough tightrope that we have to walk there. And, uh, you know, by the way, there are going to be SDAP changes in FY24. Yeah, well, they review them every, right. like every cycle. So Well, there, the, the news is out. There is going to be some change to the SDAP program to the tune of about 25 mil. So I don't know what that's going to be or who it's going to affect, uh, but they'll have to release a, a flash traffic message. And I think the Air Force is slowly learning their lesson about social media and how these things get out. No matter how tightly you can control information, people are privy to that information and either, you know, I, I rarely think that it's malicious. I don't think they're doing it to be like, aha, got you. It it comes from a good place of, Hey, we want you to get this information because, you know, we're talking about room it and how, how do we deal with it? You know, sunlight is the best disinfectant for this stuff. Um, if, if there's a rumor that's out there and, and you can get some truth data on it, that usually quashes the rumor pretty quickly. Um, but we've also seen it blow up. We've also seen people engage in stuff that they probably shouldn't be engaging in um, for a number of different reasons. So, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, along those same lines, like I like, I'm a big fan of this. Like I mess up all the time. You yep. mess up. Everybody does. Oh, yeah. Right. Whether it's, whether it's in life, you say something incorrectly, like not necessarily maliciously, or maybe it was, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm in a bad freaking mood right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to light you up, which I shouldn't, you know, <laughs> right? Or, yeah, yeah. or, or you post something or whatever. But for the folks that are out there chucking spears, like, are you trying to tell me that you have never, that you're clean, your closet is clean. Like oh, you've yeah. never sent somebody a message where you're like, Ooh, man, in hindsight, like that was bad. Or I right. went a little too hot or right. you posted something that you didn't say, I, like whatever. And, and again, I, I already referenced Denzel Washington. I'll reference Barry Bonds. I remember an interview where they were hemming him up about steroids and he finally got tired of it. And he's like, every single one of you have skeletons in your closet. Every single one of you until you, those skeletons and your closets are clean, then you can come after me. And that's like, I think that's a valid statement. Like mm-hmm. 
it's okay to be critical of people. Like I'm, we, we, especially, I, I know, especially you, but like, I am very critical of, uh, our politicians, like on mm-hmm. both sides of the house. Right. Oh like, yeah. I am, I am critical of military leadership. Not, yep. not like, and I mean in a healthy way, right? I don't mean like I'm just chucking spears like a whatever, because I tell you what, like I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I am a hundred percent part of the problem. Yep. And so I try and correct things that I know that are wrong or could be better. So, and I expect people to be critical of me and people are critical of me as they should be because mm-hmm. it only makes me better. Yep. So, and it makes the the system or however you want to call it better. So like, but just know that you're still talking to a person. You're still talking to somebody who is imperfect, mm-hmm. who has messed up and you have also messed up too. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's the, uh, it's the evolution of, you know, the anonymity factor of the internet or the fact that you can just, you know, the internet is a terrible place. Web 2.0 is we're living right now. It is not the place to have a conversation. You know, even even you and I face to face, if this conversation blew up and it ended with you just being like, F you, I'm going to punch you in your face. There's like a plane flight that has to happen after that now. Like you you can't have, you know, valuable conversations. Yeah. And if you think talking about, you know, texting or DM or on a message board somewhere, that's not a real conversation. That's you typing out your feelings and hitting send. And then somebody else copying what you said and then replying to it, copying what you said, then replying to it and then hit send. And it's you, it's you talking past each other in these parallel lines and people forget. I'd love when we get DMS that start off with like, Oh, what the fuck, bro? We like, let's pump yeah. the brakes, junior. Like, do you <laughs> even know me? Like you've never talked to me in your life and you're, you know, you start off with something aggressive or you start off with some sort of angry claim. Like why is well, that? Not, okay? just, not just that. Like you, you start talking about the, you know, this 2.0 in this way, way to communicate, but how many times, and and I, there's not a single person out there that has not sent or received a text or an email where you you medically are kind of like, whoa, oh, one hundred percent, and and if because you can't hear the tone, yep, of that person's voice, you're just like, so there's so many variables in that. Is like, I may I may be as genuine and as benign as possible sending you a text, mm-hmm. but maybe you've already having a bad day or yeah. maybe you just like, so you're predisposed to a certain uh, reaction mm-hmm. and then you kind of just glance at my text real quick or you don't hear it in my voice. Cause like I, we text so much now, like I hear you talk, I hear you <laughs> speaking it to right. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just like when Donna, Donna texts me, I hear Donna's voice. Right. But Sometimes if I just glance at it, I like, I will read it completely wrong. Or I just assume like, Hey man, what the hell, you know? So like there's aspects of that too, that, that occur. That's why I think, you know, even though it's still not great, I think reels or shorts on YouTube or whatever are a good way to kind of get the message out too. you know, just because at least you can hear the tone of our voices. Yeah. And I, I almost messed this up. So I'm in a distance learning PME course right now and you have to make message board posts and then you have to respond to them. So I made a post and it was about something that was like right in my wheelhouse. They asked me about the soft core truths. So, you know, tell, tell us about, you know, how you would wrap these into your leadership style, these two, you know, soft core truths and then, um, core values, like the soft core values, like how, like you use those two. I've been lucky enough to be mentored way early in my career. Like those have been just drilled into my head and I have done 
a ton of, you know, valid research on them to try to make myself better as a leader because they were like, these are the things you need to do to be a good leader in these organizations. So I've, I've been studying these things, this, this one topic for quite a while. So long story short, I make a post and at the end, you're supposed to provide references. And for references, I just put a little blurb. I said, you know, these are my original thoughts and ideas. I did not quote anybody in this text. Somebody replied to me and they go, they open with, I tried to reference myself one time in a previous course. I hope you don't get the same. And I was like, I first read it. I was like, are you, are you backhanded comp, like negging me right now? Are you like, oh, didn't have a reference. Sorry, bro. I literally, <laughs> I started typing up some like snarky response. And then I was like, wait a second. He was giving me a compliment. He was saying that my post was really good and it was well thought out. And he tried to do it beforehand. And from his optic now, he's like, oh, Aaron quoted himself. Aaron just said, like, these are my original thoughts and ideas. That's good. That was better than what I posted that I got hammered for. And I, I, I patted myself on the back a little bit because younger Aaron Love would have made <laughs> a straight ass out of himself in this. You know what I mean? Like, I was just in internet mode where, you know, you're, you're arguing on the internet, right? You know, like, honey, come to bed. I can't. Somebody's wrong on the internet. You know what I mean? Um, but it is. It's it's partially tone, and it's it's how we talk to each other and, and how we communicate. And it's so easy to get messed up on that. And and you always have to be aware of, you know, your tone and and your inflection, and even more so, like how is how does how does that person receive it? And it could be just as simple as, man, it's a bad day. Like I look at these. Uh, I. I look, I will. I am going to rant about the comment section it. here. <laughs> Please don't do this, everybody. Okay. If you come to the page and you say some dumb shit and then one of us calls you out on it, you're not allowed to immediately play the victim. If we, if you go and you go, this is trash, and we go, okay, tight, get out of here, then we don't need your input. And then you go, oh, cool. Now you're attacking people in the comment section shut up. I do the same thing. Like it's the same thing with people that use rank against you. Right? Like I've had talks with people like I, there's a hierarchy and there's a way that you should have to talk to people. I've seen not in our organization or our organization is pretty flat. Like if you walk up to somebody in the gym and you say some wild stuff, you know, man to man, <laughs> like you might have to go talk about that man to man. Like I don't have anything to say about that, but I have seen it <laughs> where you know, a, a staff sergeant say, we'll be like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. And then a master sergeant will be like, hey there, troop. How about you shut the, the F up? I don't want to hear about any of this. And then immediately the staff sergeant is like, oh, is that how a senior NCO is supposed to act? Aren't you supposed <laughs> to be the bigger man? Like, you baited it. Like, you baited that conversation. And now you're hiding behind my rank because you're upset. It happens in the comment section all the time. And it's infuriating. People will come in and they'll say some dumb crap. And then, you know, I'll come off as snarky or I'll be like, hey, we've answered this a million times. And then it's, oh, well, you guys are supposed to be here to help. Stop. Quit it. Don't play the victim. Like, if you want to come in and you want to be like, oh, this this topic is trash or this this person is trash or this career field is dumb. Okay. Thanks for your opinion. Don't care. No one asked you. You don't have to watch these things. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of that it goes to the communication aspect too, that things have just become a little bit wonky, you know, as we're getting out of this, this last two years where everybody's getting back face to face. I, I'm always reminded of, of two quotes, which is, uh, you know, the, the first one is like, people have gotten too comfortable not being punched in the mouth for their dumb ideas. 
you know, there's this like, there's a silly thing on the internet where everybody has to be like very formal and very nice to one another. And we have to communicate. Absolutely not. If you say dumb things in a public square, you should be shamed. You should be shamed and you should be called out. If you are downtown Tacoma and you're out there spewing nonsense and like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Think of the worst thing that you could say in the public square, right? You say some stuff in a public square, you should get tomatoes thrown at you and you should be run out of the public square for your bad ideas. Like that's how it used to work. Now you've got a public square and it's Twitter and it's Instagram and it's Facebook. People are saying things in the public square and then they're going, oh, but my first amendment rights. Yeah. You're for, you can say whatever you want. You're not free. Like from, I can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're free from, uh, you're not free from the consequences of those words. If it, if it's a bad word, if it's a bad idea, you should 100% people should make fun of you because that's how we get to better ideas because then you're like, Oh, that was a bad idea. I paid a penalty for my dumb mouth and I should have to, I should get better ideas. Or you should take into account other people's backgrounds or expertise or life experiences or whatever and realize that things are not binary. No. Like that, you know, so I, you know, whether you're from South Carolina, California, Texas, New York, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like we all have different life experiences. So yeah. that's so like, I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, so, since we're on this topic, I think it's, it's good to also highlight like, People need, people need or deserve second chances, mm -hmm. right? So if, if somebody messes up something, right, which every single one of us have, we all do, um, it should not be a one strike. You're out. Mm -hmm. You, you are forever written off. Now, granted, I say that, and there are some things that, that, that are definitely, you know, that is a one strike territory. Like, oh yeah. And I'm talking like serious things. You're, you're, you're pedophile yeah yeah that's a one strike done but yeah. i'm talking like and i know that's extreme <laughs> i know that's that's extreme i'm just so oh wow not, it's that's a one that time you mentioned um, that and then but jared immediately saying something froze. this is the most fun that i've ever had on this podcast we got too close to the truth <laughs> okay <laughs> you're back am i still am i still frozen okay. no you're good now um, that was that was the funniest thing shout out to riverside this is all going to come out clean in the wash but the second that you started talking about that the internet got real wonky on your end you got too close to the too close to the truth peaches we're gonna chuck your betting field you <laughs> 100 just no they're in phoenix they're flying too Icar icarus not phoenix icarus, icarus flying too, too close, to the, close sun. to the sun yeah um, no there's there's yeah. definitely one strike territory but you know i I, I I bring this up because you know, and I'm I'm gonna say like uh, I won't say who it is because he's a follower of the page, um, and and we started off with a very bad conversation. I gave him some input. He didn't like the input. It got uh, right on that line of he was just like, you know, I think you're a dick, and I'm like, well, I don't give a shit what you think. Um, but over the course of him following the page and interacting, and you know, through his journey of where he's gonna go, um, we've had several really good conversations in the last, I think, in the last week or so. You know, and kudos to him for being the bigger man. He he straight up said he's like, hey, when we met each other, we were kind of having this you know alpha male pissing contest standoff, and we didn't like each other very much. But now, when I go back and I read those messages, I I see that you were coming from a place that you were trying to help. You were just trying to give me some real talk, and uh, you know, regardless of whether I was correct, um, I handle that poorly too. Like that is that is that line where I I should have been a little bit more 
allowing of his input and stuff like that. And so pe- people should have second chances. You should be able to grow and evolve. I've, I've changed on a number of different topics. I'm 180 out now than I was back in the day, you know, and for people to, to look back years or in past conversations or whatever else, and then hold me to account for those things now, you know, that's, that's not fair. That's not who I am now. Let's, let's have a talk about it now and see where we are. No. And that's, so that, that translates to things said on the internet or done on the internet or in messages, emails, texts, whatever. But like it also, like I'm, I'm trying to tie it all in. Like it also goes to your career. And I, and I say that because, you know, uh, about two weeks ago, I just sat on a, on a board for master sergeants, uh, lobbying to get a stratification to then be a senior master. And so for those that out there, like, once we start talking senior NCO tiers, like we have boards and then there's, you know, their grading packages and all that kind of stuff. And and so E7 to E8, in order to really get promoted, I mean, you can get promoted without a stratification, but it's, it is very difficult to. So, you know, all the, all the chiefs and commanders, they, they grade packages, like grade a person's history essentially for the last five years and say whether or not this person is worthy of, a, a, an extra stripe or another yeah. stripe of promotion. They so, literally rank you. It's a big deal. You get to say yeah. I'm number one of 20 master sergeants in the wing. It's a huge deal. When you read that on somebody's report, it's it's a big deal. Like that's a way for everybody in the community to to put you out there and go, this person's ready. Yep. And so one of the guys, and I'm I think I'm safe because I'm not I'm not putting out which wing it is. I'm not which even though probably everybody knows, I'm not saying who it is. So we had 18 eligible or uh, we have a bunch eligible, but there were 18 stratifications available. So, um, one of them, one of the packages, the, the person had a, a referral EPR like at their, their last, not their last EPR, but the, the fifth year or the, the fourth year, whatever back, it is. Yeah. The, yeah the, the oldest one. Yeah. The oldest EPR. Yeah. So he had a referral um, which for those out there that don't know a referral is really bad. Like he got in trouble, right? And and on the surface, all you see is that. And typical, typically, that person would be like, nope, not mm-hmm. not even a chance. Like you wouldn't even submit that person. Right. But as we are grading the packages, like I graded him and his own chief graded him appropriately. Like just discounted that referral EPR. It, whereas some of the other chiefs were like, nope, no way. Like not even a chance. Right. Right. And it's not because they are thinking, oh, this guy's a turd. Like there's no chance. They're thinking, okay, when they go to the board, they're going to see that referral and just go, nope, there's not a chance. He's not going. Right. So we had a conversation, all of us, the, the, the one chief said, Hey, this is what happened. These were the circumstances of that. He was kind of screwed over and like, Hey, I'm okay if he doesn't get the strat. Like that's fine because I understand the game. But at the same time, how do we change the mentality and the perception in the Air Force that we are a one strike Air Force instead of people make mistakes and then they can recover? Mm-hmm. And so every single chief in there agreed like okay, we are putting this guy in for a strat even though he has that referral EPR. And, and that is the only way we can change the, uh, like in my mind, I don't know if there's other ways, but that is the only way we can change the perception that we're a one strike air force 
and you can then recover from a mistake, which, right. and, and even then knowing the circumstances, that mistake was somebody's personal bias that got all pissy about it, mm-hmm. which sucks, right? but it, it does happen, unfortunately. Yeah. And it, it's a moral and an ethical dilemma, right? I, I had this framed for me by a chief that's in my circle. We were talking about something completely different. Um, and we were talking about assignments and the way that he framed it was, it's not ethical for me to allow the individual circumstances of one person when I don't do it for another. Like when I'm rack and stacking these assignments, he basically said, you know, so this person has all these, you know, these valid reasons why they may not want to go somewhere. And this person over here doesn't, it's not really ethical for me to compare those two things. So in this case, it's just going to have to be what it is. You know, you get the assignment, you go to the assignment. That's, that's the long and short of it. But it's, it's really, really different when you start talking about your scenario, like you really have to apply a lot of ethical decision-making and you have to look at, okay, they screwed up. Where are they now? Did they, did they apparently learn from that mistake and now they are trying to get better every time? And does it reflect it in the reporting? Does it, re- does it reflect it in what you're seeing now? I'm, I'm actually very happy that we're having these you know, professionalized conversations at that, at that level. Even though I don't agree with the assignment hypothetical, um, I can understand the reasoning and at least it's fair. It, 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 may, it may not be fair. It's just. Okay. So justice and fairness are not the same thing. Um, so at least it's applied in an objective standard and it's a, it's a consistency that I can agree with in the, in the assignment conversation. I look at my troops all the time as, you know, you're, you're as good as your last game with me. And I really do try um, to, to, I don't discount it because, you know, we've all known that person that's like, oh yeah, they're, I mean, good dude, good dude. Uh, they consistently do things that make them seem like a douchebag, but good dude, you know, you're, you're not going to get that many chances with me, but I am one of those people that 100% will not hold you over the fire for something that happened two years ago, three years ago, or even, you know, you screw something up with me. It's not, I'm not building a case against you inside of my head. You know, if something happens and you're like, Oh, this awards packet was late or I didn't get my EPR in on time. I'm not building a packet in my head of like, Oh, I knew it. This, this guy's the worst and every little thing, because it's a bias. It's the halo or the horns bias. And I, I don't, I try not to hold people to account for things longer than I should. You pay your penance, you move on. Okay. You're as good as your last game. And it's good to hear that you're having those conversations as well. Cause the only way that we can change it is that in our little circles, we start providing that different optic to people because with recruiting and retention and the way that we're going right now, we can't, there were times you could afford being a one strike air force and just being like, Nope, you're terrible. Get out. Okay. Well, what are you going to do now? Cause that's probably not going to be sustainable. But so thinking about it, when you, how much more has that person potentially learned from that mistake though? We learn from failure, Mm -hmm. right? We learn from failure and, and pick yourself back up and you move on as long as you pick yourself back up. Like if you stay in the, the victim, woe is me like, all right, well, I don't have time for that. But if you mess up and you get right back on the train and you are grinding, like you're, you're probably as long as it wasn't, you know, permanent damage or whatever it was like, you're probably a better person for that. And you probably learn from those mistakes. 
instead yeah. of going, yeah, it was, it was deserved, like whatever, you know? <laughs> right. I, you know, well, yeah, it, I, I'm, it's... I'm, I don't, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was about to say some shit, but. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it translates to the pipeline too. Like everybody's had that talk in the pipeline where, uh, you know, some people, some people need like, I've watched students, no kidding at the apprentice course, I've watched a student fail like fail an, an eval and then pass the next one because you can't fail two in a row, right? And I've seen them fail every single first go and pass every single second go. And the funniest comment I ever heard is he, they were rightfully giving this dude shit like about halfway through his apprentice course. And he just he's like, you guys have never had to deal with it before. He's like, you guys, your heart rate's going to be at 190 on that re-eval. I have to re-eval all the time, baby. And like, honestly, that person learns more from those things like those valuable lessons you know we used to make the joke when we were on team back in the pipeline like oh you have to go back and redo a course i would rather somebody that knows how to fail and can show me they can reaccomplish the course because that's what we're looking for you you aren't good enough now are you going to be good enough later because that's what we want to see that trainability the coachability the the durability and the, the consistency of your own mental state as you as you go forward like i failed one man the first time at dive school and then walking back into that pool, I'm like, okay, well, this is it. You either pass or you go home and then you got to come back and try it again. Like those are valuable lessons. And we start teaching people those lessons, you know, pretty early on. The pipeline is built to allow you to fail or to push you right to that limit. That's why we have a re-eval. You know what I mean? Like it's not one shot and you're out in the pipeline either. It's built for you to go, okay, you didn't make the mark. Let's get you some remedial, uh, remedial training. Let's get you back to the mark, and then we'll press on from there. When when you were in the pool, did you did you have equipment, or did you know where to get equipment from? I had no idea, and I had a, I'd been to Indoc like one time. I even knew like I could conceptualize in my head what I needed. I just mm -hmm. didn't have a place to buy it because it didn't exist. You think? Uh, has anybody fixed I that problem? Somebody has fixed that problem and um um um, um oh yeah that's right attackly.com oh, they yeah, fixed nice. the problem because everybody was going to piecemeal and they were looking for high volume masks they were looking for rocket fins and i mean trying to go on amazon or wherever you're going to do the army navy surplus store like all that stuff is a pain in the ass trying to find Garbage. so these guys got together and said hey one stop shop make it easy make it fairly reasonably priced and uh and then go so attackelite.com for all of your uh, you know socom soft specific needs whether it's rangers raiders seals green berets aspect war like go get some of their equipment use the promo code ones ready for a 10 percent discount and they'll hook you up those boys over there they are doing some good stuff fantastic and uh we, yeah. we did talk we did talk about motivation earlier i'm a huge fan of science you know what I like? I like that science has figured out how to give me just a little bit of artificial motivation in the morning. <laughs> Specifically, Cardamax. Those little packets, you put those in there, it's like motivation in a little in a little drink. They're small. They fit wherever it is that I want them. You got the Energy Intense Fire, the Blue Raspberry, personal favorite fire. Trent likes all of them. I've seen him mix all five flavors at once. That dude can see sounds of how much Cardamax he drinks. So check out Cardomax.com. They've got everything from the energy intensifier to the hydration supplements, everything that they've got. Great dudes over there. Uh, Sean's been on the podcast before and we really love what he's doing. So use the code over there at Cardomax.com as well. And that one's one's ready too. Am I correct? Is. Yep. Oh man. Crushed it. Look at you. Look at Crushed you. It. It's almost All grown like up. We were, I know. It looks like we were almost ready to do it. Our ad reads are so much more fun now when we just try to surprise I each know. other. 
<laughs> right. Well, the funny thing is when we, we forget about it completely, it's like, okay, I've, I've missed every opportunity to roll it in. I, that's just, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So I, I teased it earlier that we were kind of talking about something that was getting us a little fired up that we were talking about. So, it. so I want to, I want to bring it in. Um, commitment and, and commitment and criticism. Mm-hmm. Like I, t- I took a phone call last week and I, and I'm just bringing up last week cause it's fresh, but it, it happens kind of frequently in the DMS, but I took a phone call yeah. from a buddy of mine who is mentoring somebody who wants to come in and be a CCT. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a, a physical specimen. Like he's just crushing everything. By the way, right? they always are. Every time I somebody's know, like, Hey, Aaron, man, I got this guy. He's just going to crush the pipeline every single time. Come on. I- well, Apparently this, they're just monsters. This is one of my best friends that I and and he he says that, but he's also like, but <laughs> and the and the but was he doesn't think he actually has it up here, which is eighty percent of the pipeline. So sure. you know, hey, you can be as physical as you want, but right. like if you don't have the mental capacity for it, then it is what it is. But his the reason why he had so to give you the background, he's been saying that he's going to do this for the last year mm-hmm. okay he's can pass an ift yeah but he's been saying and and now he's like you know i'm hearing all these rumors about the community and the current administration and i just like you know i'm, I'm hearing things are happening within asoc and special tactics and and aspect war and i just i don't know if it's going to be right for me it's like then don't come in then d- yeah then don't like I'm fine, but shit or get off the pot. Stop saying you're going to do something and don't do it. Commit. Yeah. If you're going to commit to something, commit and do it. Don't use this excuse of like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if President Biden is the right one. Like, yeah, oh, okay. okay. Don't come in. What is a that, dumb reason. That, yeah. What yeah. a dumb reason to spend a year training for you. You have no idea what happens inside of the military industrial complex. You have no idea what happens inside of, you know, one administration to the other. I've, how long have we been around? Is it four administrations now? Uh, so it's Biden, Clinton, Obama, Clinton. Bush. Uh, I, for me, I, I can't remember when you came in, but I, I believe it was Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden. Yeah, so I, I started at, at Bush, right? Okay. You know how much has actually tactically changed on the ground with all of those administrations? <laughs> Effing none. Like, yeah, he's the boss, and yeah, we have a national um, security strategy and a national defense policy that we follow, And but the ship is huge. A four-year administration is a blip to talk about that one specifically. We got some other ones, too, that, you know, hey, I don't know what's happening with the the vaccine mandate. I don't know if I want to do this. And we've addressed that a million times. The only questions that we get, like we don't get those questions from a a super hard charging, like committed bunch of folks. We get it from like, like I, and I always use this term derogatorily, but like we get it from like the president of the debt program. Like that guy that's been in the, the development program for 18 months. He's just like, I don't know, man. I don't like you know, the stuff that's going on and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of stuff and I just, I don't know if I want to do that with my life, man. Like, I don't know if I want to be, get out of here to quote Chris Brown, how you hating from outside the club? You can't even get in. Like you have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. Like, where are you getting your, like, and again, I, I don't know where, uh, these, these other operators are that are having these conversations. I'm, I'm on a lot of different places. We engage, you know, on discord and, you know, we have a, a pretty good circle. And then 
those circles, like a Venn diagram, they all kind of overlap. So I might not be on Reddit, but I have a bunch of friends that are on Reddit that'll send me stuff that's on Reddit. And then I'll look at it. I'll be like, oh yeah, we're having the same conversation over here. I don't know where this mystical group of operators are that these people seem to be talking to. They're like, no, man, my friend's on this team and he's telling me straight up it's a dumpster fire. Wild. Um, I just, I don't understand. And then for people to be, you know, especially for people that are not in at all, they haven't talked to a recruiter and then they feel free to go on social media and start giving their opinion. Like, oh, I guess we are lower in the standards. Oh, this is nonsense. Um, And I'll apply that to dudes that are out too. You've been out for 15 years and you're just like, oh, like, okay. If you work for the organization, okay. Uh, If you're still connected to the organization, I guess. If you've been out for 10 years and you're just hopping on Facebook to spout out about, you know, specific things and and issues that are going on inside there and just telling people, oh, it's different than when I joined. I wouldn't get in. You're part of the problem too. Like, just stop. Why would you do that? Uh, Because you're only fueling, fueling the fire. But I, I agree with you. It, it infuriates me when people are just like, oh, well, I heard this, so I'm not, uh, I'm just going to wait or I'm not going to get in or man, this is, this is dumb. How do you know? How do you know? I'll tell, tell you right now, you're scared that like, you're scared. Yeah. If you, that is, you, you either lack commitment or you're scared. Um, yeah. And, and the people that you're hearing the dump, like, Hey, this is, it's a dumpster fire right now. Obviously, I'm generalizing here, and this is not everybody mm-hmm. that is saying it's a dumpster fire, but the folks that are saying that it's a dumpster fire, are they phenomenal operators? Are they phenomenal people? I, again, I, I'm not going like I'm not trying to revisit the second chance uh, right. one strike thing. I'm just right. saying in general, because one of the best exchanges I saw, and I'm, I'm going to like keep names out of it okay. um, because, and I, I'm not on Facebook, but um, me either. Thank you. But somebody sent me the screen capture is that they were <laughs> the, so on the, the, one of the aspect war job, like nets or whatever, you know, pages, sure. um, a retired CCT. Well, that, there I go. I just freaking said it. Anyway, so it's the combat <laughs> control face page, book page. But um, somebody was saying like they were just so critical. And again, I, I'm all about criticism. Like yeah. you should be critical of me or the command or whatever, right? Um, but it's just constant, just complaining, complaining, and, and saying how he was wronged and how he was a victim and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And finally a a very well respected very well known chief uh two of them that were retired came in it's like okay cool you know i'll I'll take that feedback i'll take that feedback and finally it got enough and it's like okay i've i've been quiet enough on this like you were a mediocre at best mediocre at best controller was like so don't come on here saying like making it sound like everything is burning down and, and like, of course you think that because you were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm paraphrasing it. it, Like, like I said, all I got was the screen captures. It was just like, well, there you, there you go. Well, yeah. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yeah. That's a, uh, I do love those conversations too. When somebody just gets, you know, absolutely blown up. Cause I, I just don't even engage them in it anymore. Cause that's uh, pretty much my imposter syndrome, right? So my imposter syndrome is always on the forefront and it's always, you know, I'm always worried about, you know, outrunning my headlights and then, you know, the irrational fear of somebody, somebody just like jumping in from the top rope and just absolutely destroying you in front of people. But you know, the, the problem is, is that people that are not in yet see that. And they, they see that negativity that gets put out there and then they feel free to sound off on it as well. And it just becomes this incestuous little cycle of, you know, everything sucks and you shouldn't get in. Like, it, it's just such a crazy thing. But for all the, all you candidates out there, listen, you, again, you have access to things that you have never had access to before. You've had access to operators and people's stories and people's lives and, you know, backroom conversations that were never meant to see the light of day that are out there now and you're using that as part of your, you know, calculus to get in. I think if you're, I very rarely do I say this, but if you're, if you're doing that sort of thing, I think you're wrong. I think you're focused on the wrong things. Do you want to do the job? Can you be of service? Number one to the United States of America, number two to the air force. Number three, can you, can you provide value to the organization that you're trying out for? Those are the things that you should be focused on. You should not be focused on, rumors and you know the machinations of the political environment because you know at a certain level you you have to play politics there is a game of thrones that goes on in the career fields and the fact that you're privy to that to those goings on is wild to me i i had i didn't know what a pj was i had never talked to a pj the first time i saw a pararescue man that was not chief rt ron thompson on the on the flyer the first time i saw a real life pararescue man was it basic training that I had never, and it was them giving the brief. I had never seen a PJ before that brief. Um, and it like the fact that you guys just, you see us every week, you see us on the DMS, you can talk to us, you can hear these things. And then you, you roll in like the mill meme community where, you know, nothing goes on behind the scenes that you look at like what terminal Lance CWO is doing on his page. Nothing goes on behind the scenes anymore. Like that is immediately outed. And it's, you know, it, it can be good, like granted, like I would want to know there, there is another side of this coin of, you know, if an organization is sick, if a community is sick, like the seals went through a hard time, 2012, to like 2016, and they got, they got blown up pretty hard. And luckily like I can, I can say that they fixed it with their warrior ethos and their, their move to, you know, a different way of handling the teams. I think it's better for them now, but that happened in the public square. So would I, would I want to roll that in for something I'm going to give my life to? Of course, right? Things aren't, things aren't black and white. Just be careful though, because again, can you be of service to the country? Can you be of service to the Air Force? And then can you provide value to the career fields you're going in? That's what you should be focusing on and not the, the back and forth of a couple personalities that are airing out dirty laundry. Yep. No, that's, that's exactly right. And Hey, it's, it's great that you have the access and that you're able to ask the questions and stuff like that. But there's also this weird, I don't know, an underlying entitlement too. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if entitlement is the right word, but I think it is. Um, yeah. We've talked about it before, you know, where yeah. it's, it's the, you're not going to have all of the information. You're not going to be totally okay with every single piece of information. And I'll use the, you know, the mandates um, that we've covered a million times. Okay, you don't. Uh, you have a, a valid, um, you know, 
closely held belief that you don't want to get it to get in, then don't get in, right? But don't sit on the sidelines and and talk crap about it. That's your decision. You're you're placing that belief above your willingness to serve, your willingness to provide value and, and blah, blah, blah. And I support it 100%. You do what you need to do. Um, but there has to be, you know, you, you can kind of apply that logic to everything. Oh, well, I don't like, I don't like the way they handle this specific student in the CCT pipeline. Okay. Don't get in. You just wasted a year of your life. And now you're, you're mad about something that li- literally does not affect you. 100% people that complain about the stuff that this is, it's like you go to subway and the person in front of you gets a different sandwich and you're like, Oh, that's the type of sandwiches everybody has now. I don't want to have to deal with that. Subway, poor Subway. You're gonna get your own sandwich. Subway's garbage, dog. (laughs) Low key Subway is garbage. There's a Subway on every single. Allegedly, allegedly, no garbage. (laughs) I'm I'm putting it out there. If this is what I get canceled over, is my my thoughts on the Subway. That's it. I'm willing to go down with this ship. Screw Subway. (laughs) Garbage. It's on every base, and people default to it. Like sometimes you just get hemmed up, and you just need to eat. And it's Subway, and then you pay for that choice for the next eighteen hours of your life. It's terrible. It's never good. I don't. Uh, I uh, I have crushed many a Subway before getting on a jump, one hundred percent, or on a, on a flight because it was at Milton Hall. It was. I don't the know if it's still there, thing. but on the backside where our old building used to be. Yep. Like that was, was like okay, we're going to jump, and I haven't eaten lunch as the jump master. I'm like, okay, Dude, oh. and it's it's the classic team room. It's like people are leaving like, hey, hey, where are you guys going? Subway. Subway, yeah, just get me something. I, I guess <laughs> you have no, and that is the classic one too. Is like you know that you're about to go on like 12 more hours of being like completely away from everything. You're just like, oh, God damn, the default. Oh, the default this is yeah, terrible. All right, yeah, I'll take get me it. A Subway, I'll throw it in my bag. <laughs> well, so so going back to the entitlement thing, um, like I have accidentally put my phone number like put my phone number in some of the responses. Now I have now taken it out That's a good because, idea. Yeah, because I started getting phone calls and text messages. I like for the folks out there, like, Hey, I love that we exist. I, I, I love engaging with you. Right. Mm-hmm. But there, there is also a, there should and be again, a line. I don't know what it is, but yeah, the, but the, yeah, exactly. There is a line where it's like, Hey man, I, I don't. I email email me. Yeah, here don't tell, don't tell text you what, me. Don't here, chief, I, me. I got this one for you. This is a good thing for an E eight to do for an E nine. <laughs> hey, y'all, Peaches is still a damn chief. He is a chief combat controller. <laughs> he is a unicorn. He won't he won't say it, but there should be like a little. You should feel a little bit weird about texting a dude directly and expecting parts of his time. He has people that work, like hundreds of people that work for him that think, should I text chief over this? No, I should probably try to fix this problem myself. The fact that the fact that you don't, or the fact that you'll go direct <laughs> with a phone call or a text is wild, wild. You should not do that. Somebody, somebody I was going back and forth with a guy who wanted a letter of recommendation. He hadn't gotten in yet. No, right. Absolutely. And not. I was like, like he's a, he's, I don't even know if he's been to MEPS. He's like, Hey, I really like a letter of recommendation. I was like, Mm, and I was like, I don't think you know, like, I didn't say no, but I just said, I don't think you know what you're, what you're asking for. He's like, right. oh, I think it'll help my case. I'm like, help your case. There's no, there's no case to help. There's no case you, to be made. You, you go to met, you know, you see a recruiter, you go to maps, you go like, and then you perform. He goes, yeah, I, he goes, I understand all that. I just really like a letter of recommendation for me. I was like, 
dude, I don't think you realize what you're asking for. When you're asking me for a letter of recommendation, and it's not because, oh, it's me. It's like, dude, one, there's no requirement for it. Two is I've probably handed out five and it's not because I'm being stingy with it. It's because that nobody comes in. Nobody comes and asks me for it because like you got to really need it. Like Mm -hmm. really need it to have one. I think I've written, uh, I think I've written maybe three or four in my career. Uh, two of them were dudes going to med school. Um, one of them was, it was for a disciplinary action. The guy was a great dude. He like, he really was. And I, I was completely honest in my letter of recommendation, but it was, it was essentially like he should not have to pay a penalty for the rest of his life for these mistakes. I think that you should grant the dude a little bit of leniency. That's it. Those are, that's the amount of like, I do not sign my name. Like when you write a letter of recommendation, I am vouching for you personally. There is nobody I know that I exchange DMs with on the internet that I would write a letter of recommendation for. There are people that I work with at the squadron. There are people that I know through my career. 100%. I, I couldn't be happier to write you a letter and say, you're an awesome person and you should, you should take this thing on. Yeah. But y'all, y'all got it. Y'all got it messed up. Y'all got it messed up. Yeah. One, there's no requirement. Two is like, again, I don't know you. Like if, if we're talking about, you know, uh, Adriana, right. Or, or you know what I mean? Uh, DJ or Coleman or like any of the, like not any of the operators. Cause you know, I mean, but, but like, there's an expectation when you get a, a letter of recommendation, like, because once there's somebody reading that and somebody goes, Oh snap, this dude endorsed this person. You're co-signing. You're co-signing. Exactly. So if, if I end up messing up and I end up with, you know, somebody ends up with freaking child porn on their computer or something like that. Like I know I've gone very, you're dark trying to today. get demonetized. Yeah. You're coming up um, with the worst hypothetical. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to say, Hey, a DUI because like, yeah, some people mess up. I, I, yeah. I freaking hate the DUIs, but like there is some leniency in there as well. Like, right. okay, but you know, I mean, dude, and now I'm implicated in that because like, oh, I guess, you know, now my name's dragged into that. And it's like, mm-hmm. eh, I'm not, I'm not too keen on that. So, yeah. um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was, that was a pretty funny exchange. I, I would imagine, uh, I can only imagine, oh man, that's, you remember uh, Key and Peel when Key and Peel stole Dave Chappelle's idea, did Dave Chappelle's show while Dave wasn't doing it? Uh, one of the funniest shows that they did was they just straight up stole that idea, dog. They did Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, you know, did, turned down the fifty million and walked away and didn't do the Dave Chappelle show. And then magically, Key and Peel was funny. They were doing the exact same show anyway. Um, one of the funniest ones is the uh, Obama anger translator, oh, where yes. Obama would say something and he had look, what was his name. I think I think Luther. So he'd be in the background, and he'd just be like, uh, "Obama would be like, you know, I don't believe that. I don't believe that this is a thing, and I think we should just move on." And it, Luther would be in the back of that. Oh, you got me messed up. You did. I swear <laughs> to God. He would just like be screaming as Obama's inside anger. That's what you need for me. Like next time, just send me a screen cap of the text, and I will record a voice message. And you don't have. Will you to. take care of this? <laughs> Hey Aaron, nobody thinks you're nice anyway. Can you handle this dirty work? Well, you you bring up the key and peel uh, skit, but they like going like 
we're like to do a callback here real quick where we talk about emails and text messages. There was that one key and peel where the both of them are texting back and forth and, and talking Hilarious. about whether to go out or not. Yeah. You know, that is a perfect. And the perfect one guy's like example. Oh, show yeah. up, show up whenever. What? Yeah. The other, the yeah. other guy's like, like oh. oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. You know? Oh. And the other guy gets so it. And he's, he's like, oh, oh, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like, go do whatever you want. Oh, that's nice. He's letting me pick. And he sends back. He's like, I will do whatever I want. The guy's I will do whatever I want. This Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I feel like that's a good place to end. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. So, uh, folks are out there. Appreciate you joining us. We really appreciate you. Um, I, I don't think we went too negative on this one. So we still stay positive. We kept it real. Um, but there were some things that we needed to get out there for sure because Say it with uh, cause the emails and DMs and funny enough, phone calls and text messages to me um, just needed to be addressed. So uh, please like, subscribe, review, leave us a comment. Understand when we talk about second chances. Yeah, I probably did say that Tommy Case won two silver stars. That was a mistake. He was awarded. Okay. Ah, Got it. Sorry. Like, sorry. sorry, I messed up a word. I agree. I messed up. I I, I own it. He was (laughs) awarded. I'm sorry that as I'm sitting here talking live that I said one. Okay. I'm a real piece of shit. Okay. God. Anyway. Yeah. Get that defaced American flag out of there too. That was my favorite one. Get out of here. Get out of here. I think Man, we should just keep fo- this in here just because you are Luther the Angry Translator now. <laughs> you took it over for yourself. Anyway, uh, uh, like, subscribe. Please leave us a review. Uh, yeah, do all those things. And then check out the the people that we collab with. You know, we talked about Cardamax, talked about Tackley, but we've got others, you know, 18 Alpha uh, Fitness, 18 Alpha Fitness. We've got Trench Coffee. we got Hoist. Um, outer regs pomade so like check them out we got friends out there believe it or not so um, and yeah and then thanks again for joining us we're out here awesome